Episode 237, Building Capacity in Others. I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Just like the show you're listening to now, shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am the host of the Empowering Educators podcast. My goal is to just ensure you stay empowered. I also want you to hone your craft, whether it's just today during the podcast or tomorrow when you're out working with students and teachers, but always. We are losing too many great teachers to other professions, and so I am doing my best to provide guidance and inspiration so that you can retain that elite educator status and impact students and your colleagues for generations to come. I am excited to be talking to you today about building capacity in others, and I think this is applicable applicable to everyone, whether it's building the capacity of your students or the teachers in the building. So let's tune in to this little story and lesson I have learned and want to share with you today. So the rationale for this episode is pretty simple. I heard an amazing quote by an old friend of mine, Todd Whitaker. Hopefully you've heard of him. He said, you can't relationship your way to effective. I was like, oh my God. Okay. You can't relationship your way to effective. And I started really thinking about what that meant because all along I have been someone that has learned the art and craft of teaching and leading. And I've always had to work on the easy stuff, the soft skills of building relationships. But here he's saying, hold a minute. We have been focusing so much now on the relationship piece. We've got to bring ourselves back to center. And I feel like this always happens in education. We go one way to one end and then we go the other way to the other end and we end up having to make our way back to the middle. And that's kind of what he's saying. Like, let's not forget the talent and skill set required, right? To become effective. Relationships are truly important and they usually happen as the foundation before you can do anything else, but they're not the only thing that's going to move the needle. Our job is to grow people whether it's teachers growing students or teacher leaders growing teachers, we can't be nice people and expect that to translate to effectiveness. And on the flip side, we can't be drill sergeants and expect that to translate to relatability and humanness. We've got to create the recipe, the the perfect concoction for growth. And so what is that? Well, the lesson I have been learning and ruminating over is the analogy of needing skill plus relationships. You just can't focus on on just one. And so how do you think about this recipe, this concoction? How are you able to have enough skill and enough relationships for it to actually propel you and the people that you're serving? 
teacher leaders, you're building capacities in teachers and teachers, you're building capacity in students. And so what happens if we don't figure this out in time? Well, we are never going to fulfill our talent. The student is going to remain dull. The teacher craft is going to remain lackluster. The, you know, less kids will have a positive school experience. There's going to be a small percentage of kids that get into and graduate from college or that are able to snag some really killer jobs in the workforce. Teachers leave the profession because no one got them and no one cared to help them. And there was no way up and certainly no joy to be had. I mean, should I keep going? (laughs) Our single decision to provide an exquisite learning experience to students and teachers affects the trajectory of so many lives. So don't screw it up. Don't lay down or give up. Just make the decision to continuously improve your strategy, both skill and relationship. And so I've come up with a six-step success pathway. So the first step is being personable and visible. And I think these two go hand in hand because if you do one without the other, it's not going to work. You could be personable all day, but if you're not out and about, that's not going to work. If you're out and about, but you never talk to anybody, That's not going to work. You've got to be able to bring people in off the street. I imagine myself being in front of my home. My door's open. I'm welcoming guests. The people are walking by. I have got to get their attention and want to engage with them and want them to engage with me. I have to be inviting enough and interesting enough for that to happen, for that gap to close. So I have to be available and I've got to make the invitation. I've got to wave my hand to say, hi, I'm interested in partnering with you, working with you, developing this relationship with you. Otherwise, they are going to keep walking by. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. Step two are the relationships. Now that they've walked on my front porch and they're interested in engaging with me, now I need to build the connection so that the folks are actually going to come inside. So yeah, you've got your pleasantries, but you're finding out your commonalities and you're really engaging by listening, by leaning in, by asking questions, and by figuring out how you both can serve each other. And again, if you're the teacher working with students, this is still so important. Students give you just as much as you give them. They are a willing participant. So step three then is this foundation of the basics. So now you've invited them in. This is like the floor one of your house. You're kind of giving them the tour. Sometimes we go down into the basement and we are grabbing previous skills or we're reworking something. Um, But other times we're just here, we're learning the basics, we're creating that partnership, we're developing the craft, keeping that relationship alive. Because if we don't, and we just talk all about their skills or and how we can help, they're going to exit the house. And we don't want them to do that. We want them to remain engaged, stay in the home, or even decide to continue the tour. 
So step four is the stretch. They are going to be interested in going up the stairs. They're going to think about how can they link their current skill sets to their future skill sets. And the stairway is the way to do that. And you want to guide them up that ramp. Now, remember, you still have to keep that relationship going so they stay curious long enough to continue learning from you, partnering with you, listening to you. Um, otherwise they're like, nah, I'm, I'm done with this tour. I'm not interested in you or this house. I'm going to exit. Again, this is all an analogy. So step five, they are ready to take it up a notch. They liked floor one. They are stretching to their future skills. Now they're in the opportunity to develop these new skills. This is the higher level work. So students, this is where you're beyond the basic level of content. You're really helping develop their thinking. If they're teachers, now they're really stretching outside their comfort zones. They're taking risks. They're trying new things. They're learning new tech tools. But you've got to keep the relationship alive, especially when people are doing new things for the first time. They get frustrated and you've got to be there and rely on all that relationship building you've had from there and off the street. Now you're showing them floor one of your home. Now you're showing them up the staircase to their next skills. All of that is important because they're going to rely on that past relationship to get them through when they're feeling frustrated or you're pushing them a little too much or they're feeling unsuccessful or it's not as joyful as it was when things were easy. And they're going to look at you and think, Well, at least we have this history here of this relationship that's kind of the glue holding us together, but I'm still progressing in skill. And this is why I'm talking about that perfect concoction. You've got to have both. And then step six, you're going to turn them loose. Now there's nowhere to go, but up there on your rooftop, you are ready to send them off to fly on to their next adventure. They are showcasing all the skills they learned with you. You're celebrating their journey. And this next chapter is going to be amazing. Again, this is an analogy just about how we can take either students in our classrooms or teachers that are on our caseload, helping them grow and develop skill sets. And we can't just be focused on skill, skill, skill. And we can't just be focused on relationship, relationship, relationship. We have to do them together. Without the relationship, they're not going to work hard. If you just keep pushing the skills they're going to be out the door, not interested. If you just keep pushing relationships, they're going to feel like you are not really reliable in helping them get to where they want to go. It's just like a nice friend, but it's not really someone that they look to as a mentor, as a guide, as a teacher. So those six steps were being personable and visible, build relationships, you have the foundation and basics, Then you stretch them to their future skills, you take it up a notch, and then you turn them loose. And if you follow that recipe, both relationships and skills, back and forth, back and forth, thinking of that, inviting them into your home, showing them the first floor, up the stairs, really working hard on that second floor, and then up to the roof to fly them out, you are going to know, where am I? with each of my students? Where am I with each of the teachers I work with? Some are not even, they're still on the sidewalk. Some are in a different neighborhood. And then you've got some on the roof who are ready to fly. You've got to know where they are and what do you have to turn up? Do you turn up your skill or do you turn up your relationship? And you will know very well the ones that are failing, they are losing one aspect or the other. And the ones that are doing well have both of those intact. So your next steps Where in the success pathway, that house analogy, are you hitting or are you missing the mark? 
Be honest with yourself. And then just choose one aspect that is missing and work on that. Reflect, revise, implement, and repeat the process. Don't try and overhaul and don't try and save everybody. Let's just hone in one aspect that's missing. Think about that house analogy, one aspect. Focus in on there, reflect, revise what you've been doing, implement your changes, and then keep repeating until you build momentum and you're finally getting everyone to work their way through the house and fly off the rooftop. I think this is truly the way to build capacity in other people, hand-in-hand, skill, and relationship from the basics, stretching them up to the harder stuff, and then off they go. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on building capacity in others, whether it's students or teachers. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. (laughs) 